I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. These two guys have Minnesota sports flowing in their veins. Mackie and Judd on Score North and scorenorth.com. Yes. All right. Maya, Maya Mackie wanted to make an appearance here. <laughs> emerging, oh. emerging from her normal uh, nap time right now to come in and say hi. Yeah. Hi, Maya, who's a good girl. We love dogs. All right. We're going to. Say goodbye now, okay? Uh, Emma, uh, Emma, Emma, oh, nope, nope. Pause the shirt. <laughs> oh no! Oh, no I'm not gonna get down. This is oh, where the wired headphones. Gonna, yep, and now she's gonna rip those right out. There we go. Let's go over here. Let's go over here. There you go. Okay. Good girl. Who's a good girl? Who's a good girl? Who's a good girl? Oh, look at these! I see these these negative comments. My prediction is they won't be live for another five minutes. Ha <laughs> ha. <laughs> We're live right now on the Score North YouTube channel for a little Minnesota sports with Mackie and Judd feedback Friday. Let's uh, let's dive in here, boys. A lot of a lot of good twins comments here from people nice. excited about the Royce Lewis era, which is uh, three games, two big time high leverage home runs earlier this week, and then the game tire last night. And uh, Steve G says, "All right, enough is enough." With the twins' pocket protectors like you and Judd are acting like, Declan is a hundred percent right. Give up the farm for Shohei Otani. For twenty years, I've heard buddies lecture me about how great minor league prospects are: Hicks, Revere, Myers, May, Sano, Buxton, and so on. There's not a prospect since Maurer that should have been untouchable. In July, if this team appears good enough to make a run, take the risk. To quote one of the best lines in the movie. Losers always whine about their best. Winners go home and F the prom queen. Declan is in search of the prom queen. Whoa. (laughs) Well, Declan is happily engaged, so just want to throw that out there, okay? Mm -hmm. Uh, But I think it's a a good time here again to check in. Another game-changing home run from Royce Lewis last night. Would you trade six years of Royce Lewis for two months of Shohei Otani? Yes. Still a yes, 100% a yes. This has not changed one bit for me. Uh, Royce Lewis, magical moment last night. Very Kirby Puckett-esque, if you will, from uh, I saw floating around. But, yes, are you talking talking about the the best baseball player you've ever seen that can do things that no one's ever done before, basically, in in, in 100 years? Yes. Give me Shohei Otani every time. Every time. Not even close. I can't decide which take is worse the the purple daily take from today where declan ranked the mall of america above duluth, duluth in terms of minnesota sightseeing 
The Duluth take is worse. If you're flying in. Six years of Royce Lewis, who, who, by the way, a couple things here, okay? And I love Shohei Otani, but the Angels have Shohei Otani and Mike Trout and still can't get to the playoffs six straight years. And right now, they would not be in the playoffs this year either. So, like, you can't just put Shohei Otani on any team and make the playoffs. You need other good players. Is it a hot take to suggest that Royce Lewis right now is the Twins' best player? If it's not it's him, who who is the Twins' best player right now? Kirilov, I think. Okay. Right now. I love Kirilov. But, yes, but, I mean, he is an, he is an impact player who brings um, intangibles that this club lacks. So, yeah, I would not, for a few months of Otani, I would not do that. No, but the Duluth take is way worse. That's fine. That's that's fine. It's it's been a terrible take since the first day you said it. I'm not going to go down the path anymore of the Duluth take. I've made my feelings very clear that 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 foot's in the ground. Um, But here's also the problem with the logic of of the six years thing, because I actually agree with the listener here. How how many times, how many times have we fallen the trap of, oh, yeah, man, that top prospect hits his true ceiling and you can control him for six years. I'll just wait what they can do in year four, five, and six with them. I've been waiting 20 years. I've been waiting 20 weird years. I've seen prospects fail. If you have a chance to get a generational player and it's Royce Lewis as the centerpiece, I'm still going to do that every time. But I would argue that... The guys you're talking about, this is like before they emerge into the major league. So, Brook, is it Brooks Lee? Who's the other guy? Brooks yeah, Lee, right? Yeah, he's the top prospect. It's a great baseball Please. name. Very Brooks good baseball Lee. player. Yep. You could see that being a golf name, him. too. But, like, he is he's a theory because he hasn't played a big league game. He's never even played at AAA. He's barely played. He's played, like, what, a few dozen AA games or something? So, yeah, yes, I would trade someone that hasn't yet climbed the way up, up to the big leagues. And it's a small sample size, but Royce Lewis in the small sample size, has been an electric Major League Baseball player. So, to me, it just it would totally forget about even, like, the last five years of him. This season, if you want to win a playoff game or a win of series or, you know, how, whatever your goal is, you need more than just Shohei Otani, as the Angels have proven for, you know, six years in running. So, we'll, we're going to keep asking this question after each clutch Royce Lewis home run. But wouldn't you say if, the same thing of if – don't the Twins also need more than just Royce Lewis to win a playoff game then? Of course. Right. But then so would you, you want, so, to want the, the more superior player who can pitch and hit and do it even better than Royce Lewis? No, I want to keep Royce Lewis and get other players that can elevate the team. It's also a possibility. But I'm just saying, Otani, I'm still signing me up for it. Trade Royce Lewis, I'm cool with it. Okay. All right. Uh, trying to see what people... Is Declan office meds again? Uh, I haven't medicated in a long, long time. Uh, he is lashing out, though, and he will stand by this take until Royce Lewis. I don't know what happens. Okay, Richard Benson says, am I starting to see the young nucleus of a very good ball club emerge in Minnesota? Names Ooh. like Lewis, Kirilov, Ryan, Joe Ryan, Duran, Varland. What do you think? I mean, are they are they uh, sort of, now that Lewis is up and Kirilov, those guys are, of course, just made of glass, it seems like, physically with right. the wrist and the knees, but... Right. As long as they're playing it in the lineup right now, are we starting to see a pretty interesting young nucleus here? I think interesting is a fair word, but I also think that it's uh, paramount that we express caution in the fact that we have gotten excited before about guys, hot starts and playing well. 
Um, I, I think we need to give it more time. I'm pretty convinced that Joe Ryan is damn good, okay? I think Royce is. I don't know for, for sure yet. And on Kirloff and Royce Louisville, your point is spot on. Like, until they can actually play consistently and prove that they're not not uh, Byron Buxton 2.0, we don't know. So, yes, I think that there's reason for excitement as far as, oh, my gosh, this might be good, but I'm not buying in yet. I We've seen this cautionary tale, Buxton, you know what, to a certain point, Sano, who didn't get hurt as much, but Miguel Sano came up in, what, July of 2015 and was phenomenal will look great at the plate look like he actually had a plan and somewhere along the way lost his way and as i far as i know right now he is unemployed so you do have to not to pour just a huge bucket of cold water on this entire conversation but i will you do have to exercise some caution here and i feel like that's especially true in baseball all right now i'm just going through the comments here on youtube the tide is starting to turn in the favor of declan here mike j chimes in says you guys complain about the twins not making the big move declan says do it now and you don't agree with this are judd and i are we being hypocrites here what's the trade then like right now we've talked about this previously what is it royce lewis for otani straight up straight up straight up the twins, the twins, by the way, would say no to this. So this is this yes. is not a move that the yes, twins. Yes, but would by make. the way, I would talk about this more now. It was previously, I think, in my world, Brooks Lee, uh, Royce Lewis, more prospects. So if we're saying straight up, I would at least consider that. But here's but here's the issue: it needs to bring you pretty much a World Series. But you can't guarantee that. I know you can't. That's my. But it's that's base, my. Problem. It's baseball too. It's like in the NBA. Although the, the Suns found out that it doesn't guarantee anything in the NBA too, because they sold a bunch of their future pieces for oh. Kevin Durant, but like it's more likely in in a sport like basketball where you add the one guy, you bring LeBron James into the Miami Heat, you're probably going to win titles. That's not how it works in baseball, so there would be no guarantees. Throw up Wade Gustafson's comment because I completely disagree here. Look at Judd directing. I love directing the YouTube production. Cliff Lee, this camera is, four. We're going to start three, four, two, one. Bob. Ready Zoom in a little five. bit there. <laughs> Amber, Audio, five, take, green screen. Take, take green two. Screen. What are you guys doing? You guys all suck. Um, this is okay. Cliff Lee was Aaron Hicks at the time, right? And the twins were like, "We can't." I, I don't think we were ever, ever as high on Hicks, Phil. And cr- correct me if, if I'm wrong, because I think you you were on the beat at the time. Mm-hmm. I don't think we were as ever high high on Hicks. Um, again, I think he was more of a theory with with. Now, the one thing that you could say, though, straight-up trade Otani for Royce is this. Royce Lewis, still a relatively very young man, has torn his ACL up twice. The one thing you could say is if we can do this straight up, we are banking banking on the fact that, unfortunately, we think his knee is never going to fully recover. That would, would, to me, like, that's a more logical... All right, if if Declan had been using that in his arsenal here, saying... I don't think his knee's going to hold up for six years. I think this is fool's gold. Get out of this before he explodes, right? Same with Kirloff. I don't think his wrist is going to hold up. I will listen on that. Like, that is a logical, it's the Brandon Roy thing in the NBA. The Timberwolves decided on draft day, we're going to trade Brandon Roy for Randy Foy. Not necessarily because we think Foy's a better player or prospect than Roy. We think Roy's knees are a ticking time bomb. Now, Brandon Roy was really good for like three or four years 
and then his career was over. And it's funny because the Wolves actually landed him later when he couldn't jump over a phone book. (laughs) And he played a handful of games. But, yeah, like if if you were to say, I just straight up don't think his knees physically are going to hold up in about three years from now, then I would say, okay. Yeah, I'm just I'm just tired of waiting for windows. I'm waiting, tired of waiting for prospects. I I want to see a damn championship, and if that means that the <laughs> Twins are bad again, like horrible for ten years, I'm I'm cool with trading right, away. But that's but that's an emotionally driven take. It's not like it's not rooted yeah. in logic or strategy. It's just why, why, why I want this. Why does everything so have to let's... be? Why does everything have to be a mathematical take? Why does everything have to be a complete scientific mathematical take? It doesn't, but I'm speaking on behalf of, like, what would a front office do? And you're saying, I'm pissed about the last 20 years. Trade Royce Lewis, get me Otani. That's the difference in what we're we're talking about here, which is fine. Like, that's fine. You can can ship six years of one of the best players in franchise history, potentially, for a shot-in-the-dark run for three months with Shohei Otani, but it is rooted in... 20 years of anger, emotion, and, and, and sadness, or, you know, whatever the twins have brought you the last two decades, which is not much. I thought you had something to say there. Nope. Hi, no. this is a show. We're live I was waiting. On the I was waiting. No, I was waiting for Jackson <laughs> to respond. I feel like this is your guy's problem. This is your, this is your guy's thing. I, I am dealing for the first time. I am like the logical. I can just sit back and say, you know what? There are concerns here. It's an intriguing talk. I love the discussion, but I'm not really passionate about this one. Jared but I've seen says, two World Series titles. Jared, okay. There, that, that's the next I've layer we need. Ju- I love how ju- judges came in with the, I don't care what you guys are talking about because I, know I, do care. I saw World Series I 30 years ago. But Declan is dealing from a very different point. I'm being, I'm being truthful here. You and Declan, and especially Dex, you are dealing from very different points than me. Like Declan I'm, has never, Declan's the 18 game playoff lo- losing streak is basically his lifetime. Oh, I guess. Absolutely. By the way, Jared says Declan doesn't understand stats, which is not true. His, I will defend you there. His takes are alcohol and emotion fueled. What's wrong with that? That might be true. I, the first part, Declan does that? understand this stats. Is, it's this just is cold the... brew coffee, by the way. And it's Jared. an empty stomach. So maybe it's, it's caffeine on empty stomach takes well, that are being fueled here, too. That's fine, though. Your takes are, yeah, that's fine. It's Definitely emotionally based. They definitely are, yes. but I don't blame you in some ways. You are nothing but, as far as a sports fan, you you unfortunately are a loser. Wow. No, but no, I'm saying your life is revolved around loving yes. teams that lose. No, yeah. I'm I'm not trying to put you down. No, it's it's like it's, I get your I get I get your contempt. You're 30 years old, so you're not like young. You're not old, but you're not a young man, and you have basically been surrounded by disappointment. Yeah. And there's a bunch, and I feel like a bunch of people, especially those watching on YouTube every day, are kind of in that age range where, yeah, you've you've seen just garbage. You've seen it. It is still kind of amazing to me. Nationally, people don't understand that the Twins have lost 18 consecutive playoff games, and I feel that same rage and emotion and and everything too. So I I feel that, but it's like if you were to ask someone in Chicago or like Mike Greenberg at ESPN or Stephen A. Smith or someone, hey, who's the most pathetic playoff franchise right now in professional sports? And they would say teams like the Boston Celtics because they haven't won a championship yet or 
they would, you know, they would say the Buffalo Bills for not getting past the Chiefs in the AFC. You'd be breaking the news to them that the Minnesota Twins, since George W. Bush's first administration, have lost 18 consecutive playoff games. I've seen people, even like younger fans on Twitter and stuff, like, when is the last time the Twins won a playoff series? No, 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 no. They haven't won a playoff game in 18 tries since 2004. So I do, I, this is where I do empathize with Declan on that side. But like when you're making a move for a big player, like you do have to include some sort of rationale or logic or. But but the poor guy, the four teams that he follows probably the closest, nobody, like nobody has come with a salve to to be like, here's a championship kid. The Vikings haven't been to a Super Bowl since I was seven. And Dex, you you were born ninety three, two. Okay, like think about that. So fifteen years, fifteen. Their last Super Bowl, you were even born fifteen years. The the Wolves have been nothing but a cluster, and the Wild went to the conference championship in two thousand three or, yeah. or conference final and haven't been back since. So like, I get the angst, I get the irrational alcohol fueled angst that exists for you poor people. <laughs> I get you. That's why I'm sports dad. Or Boomer Judd is what Jeff Jeff is calling you here. Boomer yeah, Judd. Being a boomer, really, though. I'm not being well, You're a, Gen X Judd, right? Yeah. No, but but I mean, I don't think I'm be, being an old man grump here. I think I'm saying that I, I sympathize. I wow, sympathize. dude. Mike, Mike J keeps bringing it here. Mike J loves Declan, hates us. At least Declan is not a sociopath. Are you sure about that, Mike J? I'm not a sociopath, no. Okay. I, no. Think, I think if you rank the three of us based on, like, how sociopathic are we? I think Declan would rank higher than maybe Mike J thinks. I get the actual definition of sociopath. Judd's number one. Judd's, Judd, like, ignores people he knows at the grocery store. <laughs> it's a battle between me and Dex for who's the okay, next yeah, biggest Judd's sociopath. For, the, the first sentence, antisocial personality disorder, sometimes called a sociopath, is a mental health condition in which a person consistently shows no regard right and wrong and ignores the rights and feelings of others well the right and wrong well, right Judd has, has a conscience fair. yeah i've yeah. got a big conscience um that's probably, but i mean yeah I, well and look if, if we do an event you know i talk to folks it's great it's a great time do i seek them out no like i yeah. don't go out if it's a home game out. for you if it's a home game for you yeah. and they yeah. come into your stadium yeah but i mean you're very fine. welcoming but do I go around trying to trying to have folks say, "Hey, Judd, what's going on?" No, I don't. You know why? Because hello, yeah, they're doing their own thing. So am I. GA 7 So these are the sociopathic rankings. He's saying Judd number one, Declan two, and then I am. Thank you. That's, thank I you. I think that's accurate, actually. If, I am the least that, sociopathic person on yes. the show. Yes, I think Declan's definitely second. It rubs the lotion on its skin. Oh man, wow. All right, let's keep going here on Feedback Friday. I'm great. Let's see. Where do we want to go next? Uh, Jonathan Leonard says, Pablo Lopez, before signing $20 million per year contract, five starts, 1.35 ERA. Pablo Lopez, since signing his $20 million per year contract, eight starts, a 6.15 ERA. What gives? Does a big money contract cause complacency? I mean... Small sample size, but it would appear yes in this case. Uh, yeah, and you know what, too? So it did feel v- very Twins-like, though, right? Like, okay, you're off to a great start. Your eyes trade's working. Here's a big contract. And then it's like, bang. So I don't know. Yeah. 
I mean, it's yeah. Well, let's let's it's, give him a few a more starts here, but. There's a lot of time left. It could go well. I mean, and it could go Hell. south more. Who knows? It may be uh, on our Jerry Maguire review today. Very similar vein there with a certain player or certain actor, I should say, in that movie. Yes, that's a great list. So we're doing Jerry Maguire on the Movie Rewinds podcast later today. So definitely, there's gonna be some takes being slung around for that. Uh, let's see here. Jack Tobin says, "Hey guys, enjoy the show." Asking you honestly, honestly. How important do you think people? Uh, how important do you think batting average is to to baseball in 2023? The older baseball fans treat it like gospel, and they trash guys like Joey Gallo, but praise Donovan Solano, Donnie Barrels, because Solano has a higher batting average. Uh, when I went to the comments of the Write That Down video from you guys this week, there was some pushback when you guys were talking about OPS and people still mad at the arise trade because his batting average is very high and very impressive. So teams, teams don't look at batting average as gospel like they did maybe 30 years ago, certainly 50 years ago. Teams look at OPS a little bit, but more specifically, this is going to get really nerdy here for a second. So get those nerds! 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 teams look at weighted on base average internally, which is OPS properly weighing on base percentage versus slugging percentage. So the value of getting on base is a little bit more. uh, It's worth more than getting uh, a higher slugging percentage, for instance. So Luis Arise, though, is kind of a bad example because he actually, he leads batting average. He also leads the entire league in on base percentage. Yes. So get on base. And if batting average is a conduit for you to get on base, awesome. If walks are awesome. Right. And then the slugging percentage aspect is get hits in chunks of bases. Don't just be a singles hitter. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, batting average isn't irrelevant, but it's part of a bigger piece of pie that includes walks and power and all these other things. That's yes. my take on it. No, and, I mean, a, a guy like Gallo is going to hit what? ideal Or not. He's probably going to hit about 210, but he's going to hit a ton of bombs. And so, yeah, he's fine. I think it's more telling when when you have guys and you your expectation is something and then they don't deliver on both sides of that. So like and and I don't fault them. Uh in fact I think Phil we got into a debate about this a couple of days ago. Buxton's batting average is not great, but some of his other stats are. Unfortunately, you know, since he I think got hurt against the Dodgers, all of those stats have come down. Mm-hmm. So are you helping your team? Are you doing what you can do? The Arise, the Arise trade to me is intriguing because I liked him a lot, and I think he takes great at-bats, okay? But getting good starting pitching, and we can debate this, but getting what you consider to be good starting pitching is really hard to. Um, Mike J chimes in here uh, real quick as we try to portray credible opinions about baseball and anything. He does remind the audience that <clears throat> Mackie and Judd That's wanted true. us to outbid Denver for Russell Wilson yeah. a year ago. Don't forget about that. Let me tell you right now, though. Russell Wilson was sent to fail. Nathaniel Hackett was a complete joke of a coach. He was awful, okay? If Russell Wilson with Sean Payton, who's a damn good offensive mind, has a bad year, then that is exactly right. But until but if that ex- happens, if he explodes, then we can revisit. Then we, yeah. then we would. We're we're still right until proven wrong by Sean. Well, I'm Payton. just saying Hackett was a complete buffoon. Yeah, was he not? Uh, Jack, yes. Jack Valentine says breaking news: Shannon Sharp joins Score North. Hey, no problem. 
Not enough problem. Just go fight Shannon Sharp every day. Where is Where's he gonna Shannon wind Sharp up? Going? Yeah, that's, that, that's, that's so he's leaving life. Skip Bayless. Go to ESPN. I don't think there's so. only really one other place to. I don't think they have a lot start, of room. Start yeah, your own he, thing. He doesn't fit the metal arc crew either, so I don't know where he would go. Or you think he would, would he, McAfee? Well, I could see him. I could see him being part of the rotation. Now he probably wants a full time thing. But Stephen A. Smith brings in like Mad Dog once a week. Brings in Michael yeah. Urban during football season. I could yeah. see Shannon Sharp and Stephen A. Smith going at it. Uh, shout out by the way to our friends over at Power Lodge. So man, the weather has just been. It did rain a little bit this week, but just amazing weather to get out and about. Some throttle therapy as we talk about all of our Minnesota sports angst here. What better way to get rid of it than going to Power Lodge, going to Miller Marine? getting into a Bennington pontoon and letting all of your troubles fade away. And look at that right, right there out on the lake. It's gorgeous. You know what? Probably has Mackie and Judd on or PD just relaxed. And here's the thing too, right? What do we talk about all winter long? We talk about why do we live here? Blah, blah, blah. I'm going to tell you right now, this is why we live here for summers for going out on the uh, pontoon, the Bennington, it makes it all worthwhile, and right now, that Bennington could be yours. What a deal. Yes. Also, speaking of having fun on uh, gadgets, right? So EcoFun, two stores to shop at in the metro area, Forest Lake off 35, just west of uh, 97, and Burnsville off 35W, so one north, one south. Uh, you can get into all sorts of fun things, scooters from 49cc up to 300cc in stock, ready to ride. Uh, also, youth ATVs and dirt bikes, too, if you want to get something fun for the kids this uh, these summer months. So, again, EcoFunMotorsports.com or just stop in to the Forest Lake location or the Burnsville location, EcoFunMotorsports.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. And that is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Joe Mers. I'll be 60 years old this summer. I'm a longtime suffering Minnesota sports fan for the last 32 years. I do remember watching with my dad and older brother the Vikings' four Super Bowl losses. By the time we got to the third one, it seemed like we were just waiting for something bad to happen. And that's pretty much how it's felt ever since with all Minnesota sports teams. Mm-hmm. 120 men's professional seasons combined of the four major teams. Not one championship since Kirby and the Twins. Not one championship series or game appearance either, by the way. We used to get into championships, and then we struggled to get into the semifinals, and now we can't even win a playoff game or series. What the hell is going on here? I mean, I yeah. wish I could answer. That's the question, right? Like, that's the question that that even sports dad can't answer. I don't yeah. know. It's ridiculous. We have every men's major sport. 
How does somebody not stumble their way at least to a final? It's funny. Like I saw, I think I Declan retweeted something this week where some Dallas fans were like, oh, gosh, oh, yeah. it's been so long. I mean, the, Dallas doesn't. The dynasty in the 90s, you had a dynasty in the 90s. Okay. Well, and the, cal- the, and the 70s and the 70s and and your damn stars won the Stanley Cup in 99 and the yeah. Mavericks have been to finals. That's the Mavericks I'm, won the championship like yeah. 10 years ago. You guys need to calm down in Dallas. Well, and how about Boston? Oh, the Celtics and Bruins. It was brutal. It was, I ripped our heart out. <laughs> yeah. Bleep you. That guy also responded to the Score North tweet that put out that tweet saying, well, Dallas-Fort Worth is a bigger media market, so uh, we have higher expectations uh, for that, which is to me We're trying. What? Score score North is trying with our expectations. He did say, I appreciate you crediting me, though. He gave me a nice – I did credit him in the tweet, so that was important. It wasn't just ripping people off like they like to say the clickbait officer likes to do, (laughs) which I sometimes do. Mitch Johnson says, has the idea ever been brought up of the curse of Big Poppy? Hold on a second. Oh, oh, never mind. Judd's texting us something that was meant for his wife. Yeah. Okay. About t- taking her to work, and so I accidentally texted you guys. Okay. Both, Sorry. But there was an emergency to, to text her. <laughs> no, there's no emergency. No, I just texted. I got to take Dawn to work, and it, you know, I I got some time left, and I was just trying to say I'll be upset. Yeah. So we'll 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 wrap this soon here, so we can get on our way. But seven good minutes left. Okay. Well, let's we'll bring it home strong here. Uh, has the idea ever been brought up of the curse of Big Poppy when the re- so we have talked about this before on the old radio show? Yep. That the Twins have done the the, the basically the Twins playoff losing streak coincides with saying goodbye to Big Poppy. Now they did win a playoff game in '03 and '04, but they have not won a playoff series since not even trading, just flat out releasing David Ortiz. And I have long contested that, like, the curse of Babe Ruth, at least the Red Sox got, like, $100,000 for selling Babe Ruth to the Yankees, right? They got some cash. I think it was 100000 which back then, that's a, good, that's a pretty good chunk of change. The Twins got nothing for the modern-day version of Babe Ruth, one of the most clutch, ferocious hitters in baseball history, and they just let him go. And he was a pretty good player for the Twins, too, but he couldn't stay healthy. So, yes, that has that is a thing. The curse of Big Poppy. I'm definitely on board with this being a buying that. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, Corey Larson says, can we talk about how Jared Spurgeon is the hockey version of Kirk cousins? Jared (laughs) and Kirk can't get out of the first round. Jared has been here for eight first round exits by the wild. I'm not saying he's the problem, but has he proved that he's not uh, he, but he has proved he's not a playoff performer might be time to move on from both of them. Oh, this gives Dex and I a great opportunity to plug today's episode of Judd's <laughs> Hockey Show, which addresses exactly that. It, mm-hmm. it addresses the wild blue line and let's just say the lack of playoff players, and it leads with Jared Spurgeon. So yeah. if you check that out, you are going to get the answer to your question, but that's a very astute point, Declan. Yeah, it's uh, there's enough sample size, I think, with these wild defensemen, Spurgeon, Rodin, Dumba to suggest that these guys just aren't playoff performers. They're not. It's all about hard work, hard work and having fun, boys. Right, Spurgy? Hard work and having fun. Don't, don't even start with me on that one. Eli Gary says, would love to see some wild games televised by Score North TV with Anthony LaPanta and Judd Zolgad calling games together. Oh, God. How would that God. dynamic work? Does he even, like, acknowledge you in the press box for all yeah. your Bally Sports North yep. shots yep. that you yep. take? Yes, he does. I Judd. I go. Hi, Panther. Oh, I, I don't call him Panther. I just say, 
Hey, Anthony, what's up? No, I got, I did get the death glare from Bramer last week in, in the press box. Okay. Which I think I to- told you guys about. I walked into the, um, to the, I guess what, what you would call the press box cafeteria room. And he was glancing around, shall we say, and he saw, saw me and I just got a stare. Or ordinarily I get the high jud and this time I just got the glare. You know, I, I uh, and I just glared back. I mean, it was sort of fun. It, it is a little uncomfortable sometimes. So, so Bramer has blocked all of us on Twitter for various reasons. I still contest that mine was, did not rise to the level of getting the block, but well, and you got, and you got sworn at in DMS, which he, is, he was, yeah, I've I never got respond. It. He just like got mad and, and blocked. but yeah, the next season that was toward the end of the year. And so the next year this is like six months later. And I went to, I think it was the twins home opener and I saw Bramer and we've known each other for like, 15 years yeah, you know, it's just kind of, i think it's just weird to like block someone that you know personally yep. so he he's he's sitting in the the media cafeteria or whatever and i decided you know what i'm gonna walk up and wish him a happy opening day yeah, that's very yep and 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 smile and let him know that you can't block me in person i'm still here yep we're still gonna be friendly okay and we had a good interaction and that was that I didn't get unblocked, so, but, but in person, we're fine. Well, he probably has forgotten he blocked you, but here's the I thing. I haven't existed in his world on Twitter. But here's the thing about that. He definitely knows. So he's got you blocked, but he knows what you're tweeting. And I know that because before the West Coast trip with Plufon, I saw him in the press box and I got sort of a cold hi, Judd. No, hi, Dick. And then when they came back from the coast, I got the, I got the death stare. And I think what had transpired was he knew that I was actively tweeting more ploof. Okay. Dick, please, for the love of God, just set up, you know, uh, Justin and Trevor. I saw, dude, I and saw get ploof. out. Ploof was on the, so they're having, and they're including him in a lot of stuff. They'll bring him in for like the post game. So yeah, from, it'd be from like California. the split screen. Yep. And he's got, it's the same setup as his John boy talking baseball setup, but he's wearing like, a suit a tie. and tie yeah, from they, his they freaking tell home him, dude, studio. You don't have to wear a tie. Dude, yeah. like, just, yeah, just don't. I'm not ripping Trevor for this. I'm saying. Well, LaPanta wasn't. The, the last time I saw them together on the split screen. Eat V or something? Yeah. LaPanta had on a, no, a collar ca- shirt. Baseball no needs to casual it up a little bit more. There's 162 games. It, it's you know, We're trying to be young, a little bit more you know, appealing to the younger audience, a, re- a relic of the broad. I mean, it it, it's just not necessary. All right. Uh, we got one more and then we can peace out of here. Appreciate you guys hanging out, by the way, if you could click the subscribe button and the like button on the YouTube channel, you can help us spread the word here. But, uh, once again, this is from Mike T. Um, once again, Jimmy Butler gr- uh, grits and grinds his way to an NBA finals. The more I observe sports, the more I see the commonality in great teams and players, of drive and determination, a fight and a scrap and a claw to the last breath, a winning mentality. That's lacking in Minnesota sports teams and players, in my opinion. KG had it. Puckett had it. I'm sure there's a few more. Brett Favre, A.J. Pruszynski, Joe Cap, Herbeck, sure. Herbeck was wired like that. But we tend to have an aw shucks personality across all of our men's teams. Yep. Cat definitely personifies that. Kirk, yep. right? Very so here's your assignment for a later date. Name the gritty players through all the years on each Minnesota men's team. You know, we actually did, we kind of did this in a bracket form like four years ago. We did the grittiest Minnesota athletes of all time bracket. Yep. Lindsey Whalen, you know. Um, but it is not, it, yes, it is definitely 
a thing. Like, how many wild players would you say are part of the problem? Are this Matthew Kachuk, right? Of the the Panthers now, is like that. Like he wills his team to wins and will just do whatever. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you're yeah. Well, heck, in sports right now, in in this town. Edwards could have it eventually. I don't see it totally yet, think, but he does you. will, but he does, but he's got the, he's got that spark. Cat has never had that spark, mm-hmm. but it, yeah, it's a very good point. Yeah. It's a great point. So, all right. Well, thank you guys for hanging out with us, engaging in this sparring matchup here. And uh, we're going to hit you later on today with another Mackie and Judd movie review, Jerry Maguire. So keep an eye out. For that one and uh yeah we're also waiting on dalvin cook news which may or may not happen at some point so we'll see all right thanks for hanging out with us minnesota sports with mackie and judd